0: Welcome to Around the Writer's Table, a podcast focusing on the crossroads of creativity, craft, and conscious living for writers of all ages and backgrounds. Your hosts are Gina, Melody, and Kimboo, three close friends and women of a certain age who bring to the table their eclectic backgrounds and unique perspectives on the trials, tribulations and the joys of writing. So pull up a chair and get comfortable here around the writer's table.
1: Welcome, everybody. We are glad to be here back around the writer's table again to visit you through your earbones, wherever you may be listening to us. I'm Gina Hogan Edwards. Happy to be here with my co-hosts, Kim Boo and Melody. And we are going to start out with a couple little introductions here and a little bit about um, what kind of plans have we got going on? What What's happening with us? So, as I said, I'm Gina Hogan Edwards. I am passionate about working with women writers, helping them find their voice, uh, supporting them and in leaning into their creativity. And I'm here today, first of all, with Melody. How are you? I'm good, Gina. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners for
2: taking time to listen in. My name is Melody, a scout, and I help my clients find their sense of home by restoring balance and harmony to their lives through plant spirit medicine and my book, Soul of the Seasons. And
3: let's pass off to Kimboo. Hi, Kimboo. Hey, good morning, y'all. It is Kim Boo, and I am still working on my coffee, so that's who I No, just joking. Uh, <laughs> I am a romance novelist and former project manager who helps writers and solopreneurs find time, mojo, and motivation to create, and especially authors creating their own author businesses, something I'm really committed to recently. That's where I'm awesome. at. Awesome.
1: Thanks for being here, ladies. I love this time that we spend together so much, and it's hard to believe that we are on episode 28. Woohoo! Yay! Oh, wow. Our last episode yeah. was a continuation of our discussion about the creativity quest. We discussed the guidepost that we're calling Taking Ownership, which is that place when we have the greatest opening toward becoming our authentic true selves. It's when we start to step away from those that we have learned from, from our teachers and our mentors, and we're gaining greater mastery on our way toward authenticity. And our discussion today is going to primarily be led by Melody because we're talking about this guidepost in relationship with the seasons as she discusses them in her book, Soul of the Seasons. So, Melody, I'm going to hand it off to you to talk about which season relates to this guidepost. Thanks, Gina.
2: Uh, Before we do that, let's do a little what's up with uh, everybody.
3: I got Um, ahead of myself.
1: I got
2: (laughs) ahead of myself. She
3: is so excited about this topic, y'all. She just wanted to jump right into it. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Well, so then let's see what's going on with y'all. Kimbu, what's up for you?
3: Well, as I talked about in the last episode, I've got um some new offerings for coaching for authors and writers, and I'm working on my serial story, Transmigrated Terry. Uh, one of the things on my plans ahead as I'm looking forward right now is I'm really working to get the rest of my back catalog wide, and so what that means is having everything available on. All distribution channels. Now, most of them are already available on like Amazon and Barnes and Nobles, but I now have a direct store. I've set up a direct sales store with Shopify. I'm going through my books and re-editing the front and back matter so that I can upload the newer versions on Shopify, which means that I have to go back and re-upload new copies of the stories to all the distributors as well. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of grunt work going on, but once Mm -hmm. it's done, I'll have my entire back catalog, not only updated with new links to my current website, But I will have all my books available for direct sale on my Shopify store, which I'm really excited about. So that's probably going to take up some energy over the next couple of weeks. That's that's, aside from everything else I'm doing. Like that's, that's definitely a project that's, uh, sitting on my to-do list, staring at me. <laughs> like staring me wow. That How made my
2: eyeballs spin just <laughs> listening to you talking about yeah, it. it. it makes
3: my eyeballs spin thinking about it, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of, lot of, lot of nitty gritty work in that one. Not fun stuff, but I'll be happy when it's all done. Cause I'm really excited about the direct sales option that we have now as authors. So. hmm Awesome. Thanks. How about you, Miss Gina? What's on your
1: plans? Well, uh, I mentioned last time that I have been learning how to navigate the platforms where I'm putting my fiction, which are Substack and Ream. And one of the things that I'm doing for my Ream subscribers is I'm annotating the chapters. And I'm so excited
3: about that! I can't even tell you. Like she talks about this all the time, people, and I'm always I like, know. I can't wait. <laughs>
1: Well, it's 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 really interesting because it has re-energized my enthusiasm for the story because it's making me think about why I made certain choices in the book and to be able to share those um is it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm still working out the timing and the like the actual logistics, how I'm gonna show those notes to the reader um so that they can engage with them because I want the readers to let me know what they think of those things. You know, I want to share them so that they can see sort of behind the scenes um, Mm. what I'm thinking as the writer and the kinds of research tidbits that I've run into that are fun and interesting. So that's the, you know, that's the plan for what I'm doing on Ream is those annotated chapters. And uh, at the same time, I'm kind of layering in, or will be layering in, this is the, This is the plan for the fall Uh, layering (laughs) in the creativity quest writings that I'm doing somewhat based on these podcast episodes that we're doing, but in a more expanded version. So I'm going to be eventually putting a book together. And so as I'm putting that book together, I will be posting about that on Substack. So that's nice. all in the future, just trying to kind of baby step it, you know, let let me do this one thing and get it down, and then I'll reintroduce another thing. But those two things are are going to be working in unison on my substack.
3: Mm. That's nice. a lot, though. That's a lot. Yeah. But it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. I, t- I totally get that to totally yeah. get that the annotated thing i'm really looking forward to though because i know you have how much history because it's a historical fiction novel y'all if you if your listeners aren't familiar with it yet uh dancing at the orange peel and she's been working on this for a very long time and she's done Decades. so much research <laughs> i know and i just love like sometimes when we're driving around in the car like you pick me up to go somewhere and you just start talking about the history of something and i'm like how do you even know that <laughs> like where did that Piece of data come from. It's going to be fascinating, y'all. I'm excited.
1: The thing in this process, and and you know, bouncing ideas off of you, Kimbo, sometimes yields the most unexpected things. Um, (laughs) This novel was like the thing that I was working on. But what has happened as I've like developed this idea for where I want to take my writing is that this novel is one part of what I'm now calling the Kent Creek Chronicles. Which will be a collection of stories that are all set in my fictional town of Kent Creek. Um, So, Dancing at the Orange Peel will be, you know, the first piece of it. But then I have short stories about different characters. You'll see some of those same characters from the novel in some of those short stories. And so, while my publication on Substack, my overall publication name is Gina's Quill. One of the sections within it is the Kent Creek Chronicles, and that's where some of these stories and and the novel are going to reside. Oh, I and can't so, wait.
3: I know, right? I
1: can't wait. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so cool. So. Okay, so
3: now maybe let's get back to... No, <laughs> Melody has to tell
1: us what her deal is. <laughs>
3: oh, no. Am I, am I rushing things along now, y'all?
1: <laughs> I guess that's what
2: we're doing today. We're derailing all maybe. over the place.
3: <laughs> Sorry, listeners. We're just going to play hopscotch with you all the yeah. way through this episode. Please Try wait. to follow <laughs> along. So, Melody, um, what's in your plans for up ahead aside well from moving and packing and
2: <laughs> as i mentioned in the previous episode i'm in the middle of moving and exiting a job and in doing that i'm looking forward to about mid-october having some free space and downtime to refocus on the historical novel i'm writing i'm getting all excited as Jean is talking because i reminds me of I, how much I love my characters, and I'm anxious to get back into the story, and just back into the writing process, and creating the space, and the energy, and the time to do that. So I am looking forward to that. So are we? That's
3: awesome. Yeah, yeah. So are we. And I, I know that's exciting. That's a fun part, isn't it? Getting to writing.
1: Now that we derailed all over the place, we're back to <laughs> cool. <laughs> Our our original plan, which was talking about uh, taking ownership, this guidepost that to me it's represented by this quote that's sometimes attributed to Rumi, but also to others of um, "I am the one that I have been waiting for," where we're claiming our authenticity and our ownership of our creative existence. So as that relates to summer, Melody, share share about that with us. Thanks, Gina. In my
2: book, Soul of the Seasons. Uh, I talk about the five seasons of life in our inner landscapes and as they're reflected in the outer landscapes of the natural world. And that germinated the seed of the five Seasons of the writing process. And if you go back and look in our earlier podcasts, we go through each season and specifically check into the season of summer where we talk about this in depth. It's a season of great productivity. It is where we land in our project, in our work, and our relationships. They have matured and they continue to mature from a place of integrity and authenticity. And the quality of leadership is important in this because a lot of things are going on and a lot of times all at the same time we need that leadership quality within ourselves grounded in authenticity integrity to be able to negotiate and navigate the season of big things happening are we re- in our revisions are we finishing up on our final edits uh, uh, we need to know and be grounded in who we are and what the vision is of our project. Another quality of this is, uh well, we talked about leadership. And with good leadership, we have to be able to navigate with clarity, but also kindness and compassion.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And yeah, yeah, not the whips and chains girls
3: um (laughs) that's a different party yeah
2: (laughs) i think you could kimbo's got some stuff on that so (laughs) check out her her stuff that's a whole other dr phil but let's go (laughs) we also although we take wise counsel uh and during this time from possibly mentors or our other peers, we are grounded in our own authenticity and uh, our own truth with a capital T so we can rely on our own vision. We talked in the last episode in depth about maps and knowing where we are on the map and using the map that's appropriate for us to navigate through these These processes, not only in our writing process, but within ourselves personally, because when we have, we operate from a place of authority and experience, and we effectively and compassionately communicate that to others as well. So they are clear the direction we're going. And some of the pitfalls, we call them imbalances in the book, Soul of the Seasons, are When we don't have that grounded authenticity and and knowing uh, and truth, we end up with some confusion and chaos because nobody knows who the real leader is and maybe not even us. So we lack clarity if we've gotten out of balance in this area. And we talked briefly on this, but one of the ways we can uh, miss out on taking ownership is if we allow others to influence us even beloved mentors and teachers can do this uh, one thing to a lot of people sometimes are looking for gurus you know they want the mm-hmm. experts and they want to have people to tell them what to do and how to do it because it relieves us of the decision making process and the energy and the effort it takes to dig deep and excavate our own truth. Um, and and there's nothing wrong with having mentors. They're perfectly healthy and useful ways to be able to mature ourselves through a our process. But when you have get to the place where you feel like you have grown beyond what your mentor has to offer, or that you are grounded enough in who you are and what you are. You no longer need to follow every single way. That, and they may not go in the same direction as you. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a nutshell. In in Five Element Medicine, what my book, Soul of the Season, is based on, which is a form of traditional Chinese medicine, there's officials for each season. And mm-hmm. one of the officials for summer is the heart as supreme controller. And that is, uh, the heart is more than just the physical organ. They're talking about an essence of being, a way of navigating in the world. And when our hearts, uh, not our heads, but our hearts are connected with our inner truth, we can lead, we can lead ourselves, we can lead others uh, into... And get them excited about our dreams. Just like you guys were talking with authenticity about your stories and the next, you got me excited about it. Yeah. I want to read about that And a good leader can do that. So it's a pretty rich uh, topic. And again, I invite you to go back and look at some, um, uh, we'll post which um, I think we'll post links to those past episodes on our website. So, my question is I would like to do the little round robin here. As I want to know, Gina and Kimbu, how have you come to own and respect your own authority in your writing and writing process? And what may have been some of the challenges?
1: Gina, why don't you start? Oh, so there is, there's a lot in that question. There are a lot of things that come to mind. So let me, uh, let me start. So I'm going to talk about not just writing, but, but my voice, you know, kind of what I stand for in the world. And I think that one of the things that really, truly took me miles and miles in this journey of finding my voice and finding my own authority and autonomy was when I decided that I was going to become a Woman Speak Circle leader. Now, I did that for about two years. And uh, the, the intention from a business standpoint was to support the writers that I work with in being able to stand up in front of a group of people, whether that's at a book signing or at a conference, and to be able to speak with confidence and and to know what their message is. But what I realized after uh, about two years of doing that was that I did not go through that process for my clients and my friends (laughs) that I hoped that I was supporting, I went through that process for myself. And mm. truthfully, mm. It, it took me w- way further toward being able to connect with myself and my values and what I want to stand for as a creative person than almost anything else that I've ever done. Um, as to the challenges, oh, wow. yeah, yeah uh it it was it was it was powerful and and, like I said, it was only in retrospect that I realized that I was doing it for me, not for the women that I was um supporting and it was a tremendous journey for all of us. um, I think we all got a great deal out of it. um as far as the challenges in finding that authority in my writing, you know, I think things that we've touched on before uh, in these episodes, perfectionism imposter syndrome, being afraid that people are going to think that I'm something, that I think that I'm something that I really am not, uh, and, and that they're going to call me out on it, and and that I'm going to be shamed in public, those kinds of things, uh, but uh, I really think what you said, Melody, about connecting with the heart, and I understand why the heart is the supreme controller in this season, that when you really connect with what is in your heart, that we can let go of needing to have external validation, that we don't have to be performative doing what people expect us to do, that that's when we can truly lean into who we are and what it is that we want to create.
3: Wow. Wow that's powerful yeah i'm just kind of sitting here absorbing all that
2: Mm -hmm. and the reason the mind is not supreme controller we talked about in the previous episode uh, the ego Uh, Mm. mind is part of ego and the mind is mostly about uh getting shit done (laughs) and surviving mm-hmm. and sometimes both at the same time and the purpose of the mind is to the, do the bidding of the balanced heart And when the, mm. the heart oh. is not balanced the mind takes over and ego rears Larger than life. I think egos are important. They help us get stuff done. They help us get stuff done without the mind and the ego. We would just lay around and have wonderful, great ideas and be blissed out all the time and go, yeah, man." (laughs) Uh, But we have things to do with the visions and the projects and Mm -hmm. the goals that we see. The mind is there to carry that out. And the heart stays centered and grounded with authenticity, truth, and integrity. It's like that captain of the ship Kimba was talking about in the previous episode. You know, your whole every not only you, but your whole crew, the people you work with, your team, um, feels safe and held. Oh, the leader knows where it's going. Mm-hmm. You know, no know, mm-hmm. knows the path, it knows the way through. And only when we claim that for our very selves can we speak with that authority. And I would say for women, the biggest challenge is also because we are taught to be more support staff and Mm -hmm. companions Mm -hmm. and to do someone else's bidding, pleasing, people pleasing. Mm -hmm. And so... It's not as natural for us to claim ownership sometimes,
1: yes,
3: that's so true i i
1: I would like to if I could just take a second to bring something to the attention of the listeners and to also give you guys a warning, you two. <laughs> there was a gem buried in what Melody just talked about mm-hmm. and I'll give you credit, but the warning is I'm going to use this in my book because it is so (laughs) powerful. Take this in, listeners. The purpose of the mind is to do the bidding of the balanced heart. Not to be the leader, you know, not to take control, but to do the bidding of the heart, which should be our controller so we awesome. you know there have been so many yep. gems and the things that we've talked about in terms of these of the creativity quest and the guideposts so the warning to you two is uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna be quoting you
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh no she'll be quoting us
2: <laughs> why why thank you gina <laughs> no,
3: i'm glad you wrote it down gina because i agree with you that was a gem like she dropped that mm-hmm. into uh, uh, like a pebble into a pond and the ripples were still hitting me and you were still talking. And I'm like, shit, I need to write that down. I need to remember what she said. So I'm glad you did Gina, because yes. I'll probably be stealing it as well at some point. I mean, you've been more melody, <laughs> like, sorry, like, <laughs> because that truly was very, very profound. It was, it was
2: such a big aha when I, I recognized that and,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: it, it, Brought a lot of stuff into focus. I was like, "Oh, that's how we continue to do what we do without getting lost in confusion and out in the weeds and down rabbit holes, and mm-hmm. you know, worried about somebody else's hurt feelings." Waddy Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But how how we also carry it out with compassion and kindness because Mm -hmm. the heart is all about compassion yeah about truth it's about speaking the truth with love not just speaking the truth with a two by four (laughs) and beating somebody over the head with it including ourselves but speaking the truth with love we need we all need to hear the love the truth speaking spoken clearly and directly even when it's a hard truth especially when it's a hard Mm -hmm. truth yep
3: yeah yeah, yeah,
2: and and not all entangled with the man, mind's rationalizations or expectations. It's like, nope, here it is. It's sort of like that map mm-hmm. we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're trying to navigate, uh, on the on the map that's not really yours, or you've spilled coffee on it, and or if it shifts, you know like you were talking about earlier, Gina, um, it changes the whole perspective. Maybe not change your vision, but it changed the whole perspective of what you're doing and where you're going. And we don't expect, you know, when you were talking about Women Speak, you were thinking it was going to lead down one direction, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. And I would say the same thing happened with me in plant spirit medicine i got super excited i love the medicine i took the rigorous two-year training and then another year of internship for um becoming a plant spirit medicine healer which i'm still loving doing and being a part of but i was meant to write this book that was the real reason i took plant spirit medicine Mm -hmm. Mm yeah Yeah,
3: that's Mm-hmm. and
1: this book would never have been written without that yeah. yeah and I think that I wouldn't be where I am in my writing and and this new enthusiasm for my writing if it hadn't been for Woman Speak yeah so Melody Absolutely. we can't we can't let Kim Boo like oh heck no. slide out of answering <laughs> the question well this has been <laughs> great thank you Liz <laughs> <Rizzo>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Good Time try. To <laughs> Not
1: happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So, Kimbu, how have you come to own and respect your authority in your writing and the writing process, and/or what have been your challenges?
3: So, as as most people who know me know, I practiced Buddhism for many years, and one of the most difficult lessons of Buddhism is that attachment uh, leads to suffering. And a lot of people think that that means you need to not be attached to anything that, that you should have no emotions. Like you can, I always tell newbie Buddhists because they're like, I have no attachment. I have no feelings about this. And I'm like, no, you're just pretending. You're not human. That's (laughs) not the same thing at all. (laughs) But when you were talking about it, what the phrase that kept coming up for me and I even wrote it down is the idea of letting go Mm. and letting go of attachments for me, has been very important in this process of becoming my own leader, becoming my own captain of my own ship, and understanding, uh, you know, taking ownership of my voice and my plans and my hopes and my dreams because I have been using other people's maps for so long. And I've been taught for so long that I had to use their maps or I would mm-hmm. end up lost, right? Well, and maybe for a little while that was true. But eventually, as you said, Melody, you know, my path shifted. My my th- things for me internally as a person changed. But I kept clinging to those maps. Like, oh, this map got me where I wanted to be. Surely it will get me to the next place I want to be. But no, no that map was not for me. That map was another person's map and it was helpful. And, you know, it got me you know, through the Rocky waters or whatever metaphor analogy thing that you want to use there, but being able to let go of previous expectations. And Jeannie, you kind of mentioned that with talking about women speak, like your expectation. And I remember you going through the training, like your expectation was going to be this one thing, and this is how you're going to implement it. And this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. By the time you got through the whole process your map had changed. Yes. And, and so, but, and you embraced it, like, yeah, unlike me, you weren't like clinging to the side of the ship, like, don't leave me here. Um, oh, I clung but, for
1: a while. <laughs> <you
3: clung>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was just human, human nature, to be honest with you. But yet yeah, letting, letting go ha- has been my biggest issue because, you know, holding on to the side of the ship, we're talking about the heart balance and, and I was unbalanced by doing that. Mm-hmm. I, was not, I was not trying to save myself. I was not trying to find my own path. I was not following my own map. And so letting go to me is has been a big part of the process of taking ownership and being my own leader and finding my own voice and authenticity. Because to do that, I had to let go of so many things I thought were important to me or thought I needed to do, but weren't. I have to thank both of
1: you. In our last episode, Melody spoke about an example of having her foot in two places at one time, basically being at two guideposts in the process. And what you have just demonstrated, Kimbu, in your answer to this question is how a, a, a preceding guidepost or phase supported you in getting you to this guidepost you talk about letting go well we've already done an episode about releasing and Mm -hmm. so unless you had gone through that guidepost unless you had done that letting go you couldn't have gotten to this guidepost so thank you for sharing things in a way that help us illustrate what this creativity quest really is all about oh absolutely
2: because it It also reminded me about how we can use the strength of the other seasons and the passages of the creativity cycle to help us through what we're doing now, you know, within the seasons of spring, you know, we're talking about getting grounded in our vision and putting down roots and summer helps mature that. and. And uh, the season of spring is about fluidity and flexibility, strength with flexibility. And if we become too rigid, I had this vision, particular vision (laughs) back here, and it was really good. And probably at the time it was fine, you know, Mm -hmm. it was good for us at that point, but if you cling to it and become too rigid can't let go of it we bring suffering on ourselves we lose passion for what we're doing it doesn't Mm. become fun anymore it becomes a chore and the people we're trying to work with can see it
3: Mm, that's true Mm. that's so true
1: Wow, ladies, uh, you know, I know I've said this before on episodes, but I think that might be our best one. (laughs) Great conversations here. Mm -hmm. Listeners, we appreciate you coming along in these conversations that we have together. You know, this podcast was born out of us sitting around a table talking about writing. And we were like, let's just share Share this with people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we want to remind you that a lot of the things that we've talked about in this particular episode, we've gone into greater depth about in previous episodes, and we will link to those on our website for the podcast, which is Around the Writers You can also listen to this podcast on your other uh, platforms, such as Spotify, Apple. I can't remember all the names of them. But YouTube YouTube. Oh, yes. And thanks to Kimbu's Uh rigorous, hard, hard work. She has gotten our, our past episodes up on YouTube as well. So you can listen there if you would like. Uh, We will be attaching, in addition to resources, at the bottom of the page on the website, any worksheets that will go with this. Leave us a comment there or on your your podcast provider. Give us a review, a thumbs up, whatever you can to uh, get the word out that you've enjoyed this, this podcast. Share it with friends and other writers. And we appreciate you being here. And we look forward to talking with you again next time. Bye. Thanks,
3: y'all. Thanks,
1: everybody.
0: Thanks for joining us Around the Writer's Table. Please feel free to suggest a topic or a guest by emailing info at Table.com. Music provided with gracious permission by Langtree. A link to their music is on our homepage at aroundtherwriterstable.com. Everyone here around the writer's table wishes you joy in your writing and everyday grace in your living. Take care until next time.